back to Debating Metal. As always, I'm Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, and my co-host is Chris Kay. When it comes to the music business, not many artists can claim to have had two successful careers, let alone one. Artists like Ozzy Osbourne and Sammy Hagar are examples of artists who've had multi-platinum success first in a band and then as solo artists with Sammy even joining an already successful band and making it even more successful than before. Another example of this is Dave Grohl, who first came to prominence as the drummer of the highly successful and influential grunge band Nirvana. After taking some time off to mourn the loss of his friend and bandmate Kurt Cobain, Dave reemerged with his new project Foo Fighters. After 11 studio releases, three EPs, one live album, and a variety of compilations having sold over 32 million albums worldwide, we bring you Foo Fighters Greatest Hits. But before we begin, I just want to remind you that if you haven't done so already, please click subscribe or like on your favorite podcast platform and get our new episodes as soon as they come out every week. So now sit back, relax, turn it up to 11 as we give you the ultimate Foo Fighters greatest hits. So Chris, I'm not the biggest Foo Fighters fan in the world, and not because I dislike them. It's just never really gotten into them i like their popular stuff but i'm never really like i love foo fighters like i'm not john from work who is you know who fly all over the country to um to see the foo fighters you know but i like them and what what's what's your take on foo (laughs) (laughs) so i guess one of my first exposures to them was on saturday night live uh, and, and I mentioned this to you the other day where Christopher Walken, uh, there's a story where he asked them, is the emphasis on the foo or the fighters? And, <laughs> and they said fighters. So he says, ladies and gentlemen, foo fighters. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, they, they were a band that when I was younger, I, you know, I liked a little bit of grunge stuff. We've talked about that before. We did a, a multi-part grunge episode. Um, Nirvana was definitely on the radar for me. And I just never really paid much attention to them until I got older. And I saw Dave Grohl in things like on TV shows and doing interviews and that kind of stuff. And he was just such a cool guy. So relatable. Um, just a kind-hearted dude. Um, you know, that I, I, I really actually came to like him before the band. And then as time went on, I really gravitated towards some of the songs we're going to talk about. And while they're not one of my top bands or anything, there are a lot of songs that I really do enjoy by the band. So. And, and I agree with you on that. The whole thing with Dave, Dave is, is, is an incredibly gracious and kind person. Like you said, he's, he's one of these guys that you just can't help, but like, like, yeah. even, like the, the, it's almost like he does. He, there's nothing he does that you can sit there and say, Oh man, that guy's an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really hard to sit there and say that guy's a jerk. You know, um, now, if you haven't seen it, I recommend So there's a, there's a, a show on, on a uh, YouTube called hot ones where this guy, Sean interviews, uh guests while they're eating hot wings each one hotter than the last and so you it sounds silly but he really gets to the like the the heart of the matter with these people like he he really studies them and gets to know you know like 
them through this experience because they're they're open, they're vulnerable by eating hot wings, you know? And so they're, it's they're getting their fucking mouth ripped apart. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting to watch because you would think it's just silly, but no, like it's some of the best interviews I've ever seen. And the episode with Dave Grohl was just amazing. So if you ever get the chance, like to sit down and just watch that, I would recommend that to everybody listening. And the other thing I like about Dave Grohl, he doesn't take himself seriously whatsoever. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, and, and that really does show because like when he talks about what kind of musician he is, he's like, I've never studied guitar. All I do is I play guitar the way I play drums. I bang the shit out of it, you know, and, and it's literally like he's showing this guy and he's just like hacking away <laughs> as a guitarist, but mm -hmm. it, it works. And then, you know, on top of that, you see this guy, he's, he's scruffy. You know, sometimes he has a beard. He hasn't really not had a beard in a long time. Um, and, and he's got the long hair and he's just got this really soulful voice. That's really, you, it's almost like you can't put the two together and sit there and say, Oh yeah, that's Dave Grohl. You know, there's something about his voice that's kind of special, really. Yeah, no, he has a great voice. So, um, Foo Fighters, uh, you know, they when they came about, like, I had no idea in 1995 that the Foo Fighters were even a thing. And, you know, it, it was the beginning, 1996 was kind of the beginning of, of a lot of turmoil in my life. And, you know, some of it self-inflicted and some of it not, but I, I kind of went through that, a period of, of the, the early Foo Fighters where I had no idea that who they were. I had no idea, you know, who was in the band, nothing. I, I, I mean, like I told you the other day when we were talking about this, my first thought of, oh, Dave Grohl's in the Foo Fighters. I knew he wasn't drumming, but. I just, I just thought he was a guitar player. I had no idea he was a singer. None okay. whatsoever. I was like, that's his voice? Wow. You know, but there we are. Yeah. I, mean, I, th I think for me, it was just, I was always kind of paying attention to that scene, even if it wasn't something that I specifically listened to. I mean, I, I really just enjoy learning about bands and, and their history and stuff like that. So I think somewhere along the way i probably watched a, a interview or documentary style video or something like that where i got a little bit of a fill in of of who the you know foo fighters was and what they were about and you know it's just i i always knew but i i never really paid a ton of attention so right okay totally understand yeah like i said i'm not a big fan i like their music enjoy it but it's not something that i go out of my way to purposely listen to unless I'm in a mood that requires that kind of rock music. All right. So for all the new listeners out there, this is the way it's going to work. Chris and I are going to announce our 15 Foo Fighters greatest hits, the ones that we've chose. Um, whichever songs are duplicated on both our lists, those automatically make the ultimate greatest hits. Whichever songs don't make the list, we're going to debate and we're going to have rounds to determine which songs fill, fill the rest of the, the remaining spots. So how the, how that goes is the first round, 
we, we're each going to choose a song from our own list that we want to keep. Then the second round, we're going to each choose a song from our own list that we are willing to drop. And then in the third round, we're going to pick a song from each other's list that we want to keep. And in the fourth round, we're going to pick a song from each other's list that we're willing to drop. And then we start all over again if we have any remaining spots available. Usually it comes down to having to <clears throat> pick one song from each of our lists and then kind of say, you know, which one do we want to keep? Sometimes there's actually four songs for one spot. Um, so it's pretty, pretty, uh, depending on what, how many songs we've crossed over, um, the debate can lead different ways. So last week I did a lot of talking and you announced your, your list first. So I'm going to go ahead and announce my list first this week. All right. Okay. So my Foo Fighters greatest hits, goes as follows and like we always say it's not necessarily in chronological order but because of the way we do our research it ends up being in chronological order all right number one for me is this is a call off of foo fighters number two i'll stick around off of foo fighters and number three big me from foo fighters number four monkey wrench from the color and the shape Number five, My Hero. Number six, Everlong, also both from The Color and Shape. Number seven, Learn to Fly from There is Nothing Left to Lose. Number eight, All My Life from One by One. Number nine, Times Like These from One by One. Number 10, Disenchanted Lullaby from One by One. Number 11, Best of You from In Your Honor. Number 12, The Pretender from Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. Number 13, No Son of Mine from Medicine at Midnight. Number 14, These Days from Wasting Light. And number 15, Under You from their, new, their newly released album, But Here We Are. So that's my 15 greatest hits for the Foo Fighters. Well, there's, there's some I'm actually surprised we crossed over on. And then others that I'm, I'm you know, I guess we're kind of out there to some degree. So. I'm uh, I'm not surprised about it, but there is a lot of crossover. Uh, and being that we haven't really ever talked about it, that is kind of interesting. So just like you, this is mostly in chronological order. Um, so my number one is Everlong, off of The Color and Shape, followed by My Hero, also from the same album. Uh, Learn to Fly and Aurora from There Is Nothing Left to Lose. All My Life, Times Like These, and Disenchanted Lullaby from One by One, Best of You from In Your Honor, The Pretender from Echo Silence, Patience and Grace, uh, Word Forward from their own Greatest Hits album, uh, These Days from Wasting Light, Walk also from Wasting Light, uh, Love Dies Young from Medicine at Midnight, Rescued and Under You from But Here We Are. All right, well... Um, I like your list and I see where we have, um, some interesting crossover. Um, so we have 10 songs that crossed over. We have five spots to fill on the 10 songs. Um, to my surprise, and then I figured you were, you were just as surprised. We both picked disenchanted lullaby, which is pretty interesting. And I, we also both picked, both of us picked under you, which for being a new song is interesting that we both picked that one. So the new album just came out recently and, uh, and there's been a few singles that have been out for weeks at this point. Um, 
Under You was one track that I instantly connected with and I really liked. Um, the same with Rescued. I, I, I think there's just something really strong about this new album. And obviously they're coming off of the, the passing of Taylor Hawkins. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of emotion going on there. And Dave is playing drums again on this album. So it's very interesting to hear. And uh, I'm, so far, I'm honestly really liking this album. It's an interesting album. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely, there's, there's a melancholy to it in some places. Uh, there's, you can tell there's a little bit of, uh, angst and anger somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and you would expect that, you know, um, but for the most part, it, it is, it's cathartic, you know, very similar how the first Foo Fighters album was cathartic for him. This one is cathartic for him again. And it's funny because I, there's a lot of, to me from listening to this, there's a lot of similarities between this album and the first Foo Fighters album between some of the sounds, the, some of the, some of the way he's playing guitar. Some of the songwriting has got some similarities. It's very strange to me. Um, and obviously he's, many years down the road in terms of maturity, in terms of his being his ability to play. But there's something to me that I said, this sounds, there's, there's something that reminds me of the first Root fighters album. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I can kind of see that there is, there is something that is fueling the, the feeling behind the album. And I'm sure it has something to do with that specific thing, you know, losing friends. And this is, Obviously not the first time. So, right. Okay. So this is probably going to be pretty quick. Um, as far as, um, filling the five spots available. So why don't we go ahead and get to it? Um, why don't you go ahead and pick a song from your list to keep? Um, so I'm going to pick walk off of wasting light. It's a really good track. And if you haven't seen the music video, um, seeing the, the band members uh, basically kung fu fight terribly is <laughs> is just delightful. <laughs> it's delightful. Um, the, like I said, you know, early on, these guys just do not take themselves seriously, and that's that's just the greatest part about the the Foo Fighters in general is they're they're so uh, so just down to earth, you know. <laughs> yes. So, all right, for me, I'm going to pick a song off my list. I'm picking No Son of Mine from Medicine at Midnight. Okay. There was something, I, I, I'm going to be dead honest in this particular case. Today was the first time I ever heard that song. Now, it did play in the background the other day, but didn't notice it. But I paid attention to the songs I was picking, and I picked that song and absolutely connected with it immediately it's it's a good song it was one that almost made my list and didn't quite but uh i'm glad to see it on here all right so now we're going to pick a song from our list that we're willing to drop um i'm going to drop love dies young from medicine at midnight uh you just picked no son of mine um that is a little bit of a factor but also i like the other songs on my list better all right, so I'm going to drop 
Um, because I mean, all that's left on my, on my list are three songs from the first album and monkey wrench. So I'm going to drop, I'll stick around from the first album. Okay. I think the other two songs that you have from Foo Fighters are actually stronger. So I would, I would agree with that. And so do they, because the other two songs are on their Foo Fighters greatest hits. Oh, okay. And so what's funny is, you know, obviously, you know, they've released their own greatest hits, but theirs was uh, 16 songs long and it included two new songs that had been previously unreleased and one song that actually was an existing song that was a version that was previously unreleased. So, you know, theirs technically is only 13 songs long compared to ours, which is going to be 15 songs. And we have newer albums to to, to choose from. So there are some differences, (laughs) but ours is the ultimate. Yes, of course. (laughs) All right, so now it's your turn to pick a song off of my list that you're willing to keep. Okay. Um, uh, so off of your list, I'm going to keep Big Me uh, from the first album. And part of that is it is very different sounding than a lot of the stuff that we have here. It's also very 90s, including the music video, if I remember was very very 90s um and there's just is that the one with the mentos yes (laughs) it's great (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna go with big me all right cool i like that song so looking at your list you have rescued word forward and aurora left um only because i know since i had so many songs off of the first album i know that you know we kept one One's probably, you know, it's all that's left is one song from the first album on my list and, and then Monkey Wrench from The Color and Shape. It's early stuff. Something about Rescued reminds me of the early stuff, so I want to keep Rescued. Okay. I think it's a really strong song. It's, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to say when something's so new that, you know, you want to include it on the greatest hits. But... um that that song's been out for i don't know a month or so at this point it was the uh, the first single that was released and right. i think it's really strong i like i said you know it that, that's that was the song immediately hit me i said something about this reminds me of the first album so I, that's kind of why I, I i'm attracted to it even though i didn't put it on my list um that was something that that uh connected me to it all right, so now um, you need to pick a song off of my list that you want to drop. So I have This Is a Call and Monkey Wrench. Okay. Um, so uh, of the two you have left, I'm going to drop Monkey Wrench. Um, it has that kind of like punk guitar sound where um, a, some of the other tracks that come around like the middle of the band that that we honestly we both left off of our our list um feel a little bit more like this track um but there's there's a reason i i didn't pick songs from that little middle era of the band either so um yeah i'm gonna leave this is call open for still choosing okay um so that leaves two songs off your list 
Aurora and Word Forward. And having kind of listened to them a little bit, I'm going to sit there and say that I'm going to drop off your list. I'm going to drop Aurora. Okay. So that leaves you with Word Forward. Yes. All right. So now... Typically, we would go back to round one, and it's a song that I want to keep and a song that you want to keep off our own list, but we only got one spot left. So it is now a battle between This Is A Call and Word Forward. So This Is A Call being the first song anybody ever heard from the Foo Fighters, or from Foo Fighters, excuse me, there's no the, (laughs) and then Word Forward. Uh, at the time when they released their greatest hits was basically the newest song that people had heard, but we're far from that album now. So that that's a valid point in being really the first sal- first song. And it is kind of that bridge between Nirvana and Foo Fighters. Um, but I would say they've, they've also come a long way since that first album. So it's not, something that's necessary to have either you know they have a they have quite a catalog that that sounds you know very diverse so i still think uh that word forward could be on there but i'm open to your argument well you know my argument would be for this is a call it's just because it's the first song that ever they ever put out um but i get you know it's not their best best song um but it is it is the first thing that they put out um as far as word forward um i mean in all honesty for me in my opinion it's not better than a lot of the songs that are on the list that we've got but that doesn't mean anything because you know there's there's a variety for a reason um I'm I'm open and I'm willing to let to 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 put word forward on there just for the diversity of the album. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know I know there's probably a, a few Foo Fighters fans that are going to listen to this and going, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> I, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's just always the case, right? Like, there's always going to be people that are like, "Well, My there's, song I mean, there's not all- on there." I mean, there's there's a legion of Alter Bridge fans that hate you, so <laughs> including me <laughs> for for leaving off a particular song. Good, but good. We- Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So I, I'm okay with putting word forward on there. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, you get a win this week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we have come to the part of the show where we are going to do, we are going to put these songs in concert set list order. Uh, 15 songs, the first 12 are going to be the, the, the main part of the set. The last three are going to be the encore. We're going to go back and forth and choose a song. The way, choose a song to put into this list, the way we want to hear a concert from the Foo Fighters. And then that'll give us the ultimate greatest hits. So Chris, go ahead and start it off start the show off what song you got i'm gonna start it with the opening from my favorite album and that would be all my life off of one by one 
Oh, that's very interesting. Very interesting because that's how they started their latest concert with that song. Oh, really? All my life. Yes. All my life was the opening track. Well, that makes sense. It's a really strong opener. I like it. I like it. All right. So, you know, I'm going to do the same thing that they did and I'm going to go with no son of mine at number two. Okay. I love that riff is so cool. And it, it, it sounds like a riff that you're coming out of a song. And if you're coming out of the opener, I, I, I like that. I like the way they, that, that that's going to flow. Okay. Okay. So we're three songs in, I would probably go with something new or s not necessarily slower here. Because, I mean, you, they're not, like, super fast. You know, a lot of the bands we, we talk about, thrash bands and stuff like that. So they don't really have, um, you know, lightning fast tracks or anything like that. Um, so, and I don't want to slow things down, because a couple of the, the slow songs we have here, maybe like Disenchanted Lullaby, um... And Big Me, I don't think that this is the right time for them. I'm thinking more towards the middle for those. So I'm probably going to go with Rescued. All right. That sounds cool. Okay. Number three. I like it. I like it. I think it's, uh, I think it's a good spot for it. All right. Um, okay. So let's see. With, with the songs we've got here. And we've got a bunch still uh, to fill. Um, I'm thinking, what if we did uh, Walk at this point? Okay. Walk's one of those songs that's kind of interesting to me because I believe it's at the very end of that album. I'll have to look and double check that. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's interesting to me that, like, bands will put one of their strongest songs at the end of an album. You know, it, it, a lot of times they're front loaded, right? But, mm -hmm. but it just seems crazy to me sometimes to put it at the very end. Walk is the last song in the album. Yeah. And it's a popular one. I think it's, yeah, it was, it was a single. All right. So it's your turn to fill in number five. All right, so we're at five. We're not quite in the middle yet, but we're getting there. Um, I think I'm going to go with "Learn to Fly." Okay, okay, I can I can see that. So, how about times like these at this point? Okay, I think that works. So we're kind of in the middle, and I think this would be a good time to do some of the softer songs. So I think. Right here, let's do uh, Disenchanted Lullaby. Okay, I can go with that. Which I think is actually the song that follows times like these on the album. You are correct. Okay, so then let's see. How about we put in Word Forward right here? Okay. I think that's a good place for it. Um, then I'm going to put Big Me next. All right, so we've... Jump straight from word forward to big me. Now it's my turn again. All right. So we're basically 
we're basically left with one new song, one relatively recent song. And I say relatively, <laughs> it's, I think it's 10 years old. <laughs> um, or maybe a little less. I got I to gotta check that fact out. And then the rest of them are pretty much like classics, if you're going to look at it that way. Yeah. I was correct. Wasting Light came out in 2011. So these days are from Wasting Light. So that's already 12 years old. Holy cow. <laughs> I remember when that album came out too. I, I know. Yeah. And, and kind of when it came out, I remember, you know, listening to the local radio stations around here. Um, the, the morning DJ for the buzz 94 five, the buzz here in Houston, his, his name is uh, Rod and he loves the Foo Fighters. And the first song, the first single came out, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the first single was that song Rope, I think maybe. Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, I wasn't impressed by Rope, um, quite honestly. And I, I thought, uh oh, Foo Fighters may have finally hit a dip in their career, but no, it still did well. Um, and uh, there's some, definitely some stronger songs in this album. Um, so that being said, we have to pick some songs. Um, and so we at Big Me, so we're closing in on the end of the set here. We've got three songs before the end of the main set, and then we got uh, encores. And so we correctly have pretty much classics left. So um, do you want to, I, th I think we should go with these days at this point. Okay. Then I'm going to pick my hero. My hero. Okay. So now I have the distinguished honor of closing out the main set. We've got the best of you left pretender ever long under you. Hmm. That's an interesting one. How about we go with best of you to close it out? I'm okay with that. I mean, he's, he's screaming to his people, the best of you. And it's a great, it's a, I would say one of their best songs. So I think it easily fits with, you know, or, or biggest songs. I mean, not necessarily best, but definitely one of their biggest. So I think it fits very well there. I think people would be satisfied hearing that last if it was all they played. Right. So, right. Um, so that means I'm starting off the encore. Um, we're going to go bold here and I'm going to start with under you. Ooh, you're starting with under you. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that one. I think it's a good enough track that you could start an encore with it and people would still and, be happy. And I'm going to pick the pretender. Like you have to, to go in the middle. I was going to, right. Oh. We have to, <laughs> if you did, <laughs> <laughs> that means Everlong is the last song. Yep. Everlong is the last song and that's just the way it has to be. All right, Chris, go ahead and read it off. Okay, so our concert starts off with All My Life from One by One, then No Son of Mine from Medicine at Midnight, Rescued from But Here We Are, Walk from Wasting Light, Learn to Fly from There's Nothing, Less, Nothing Left to Lose, 
times like these from one by one. Disenchanted Lullaby also from one by one. Word Forward from Greatest Hits. Big Me from Food Fighters. These Days from Wasting Light. My Hero from The Color and Shape. The Color and The Shape, sorry. Best of You would end the set from In Your Honor. And then our encore starts with Under You from But Here We Are. Then The Pretender from Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. And closing things out will be Everlong from The Color and the Shape. I can dig that, man. I think it'd be a I really show. like that. I mean, any Foo Fighters show is pretty good from what I understand. Um, I would love to see them, really, just to, to say that I've seen the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... Looking at the set list that they they provide on you know on setlist.fm, they I mean they play a pretty long concert at twenty songs, so um, that's pretty cool. That's but, so, uh, and I and I'm familiar like they do a lot of covers and different covers, you know, so they don't they don't stick to just one or two or this, and you know they they do quite a few. They just have fun on stage, yeah. So I'm looking at their set list of the most recent concert, and they did a cover uh, medley in the middle um, with Whip It from Devo, <laughs> Judith Judith from A Perfect Circle, and then March of the Pigs from Nine Inch Nails. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, especially that grouping of songs. <laughs> yeah. You know who else does a, um, a really cool um, cover breakdown? And not breakdown like a, like, metalcore but they they kind of take a point in the middle of the set to do this cover thing uh breaking benjamin i've seen them in uh in concert a few times because they've been the opening act for for some of the bands that i've seen okay and they do like they did a cover of walk from pantera interesting so they medley uh with pink floyd's another brick in a wall Walk from Pantera, and I can't remember the other one. It was more like um, not as well known, but it's just interesting how they they blend that all together. So you got Pink Floyd, Pantera, and and I forgot what the other couple bands were, but they they do this really cool, interesting stuff, and they they come across live a lot better than they come across on on regular recordings. Mm-hmm. And then they have this, uh, their bass player at the time, I don't know if he's still with them, the bass player at the time, uh, he has this, uh, he does a, like a, kind of like a growl voice for the songs. They, like He sings a song in the middle of the set, and it's like really fucking intense. <laughs> I'm like, this is pretty cool, actually. You know, you would not think that from Breaking Benjamin because of the way it, they're kind of like a nerd band. But the the bass players intensely intense i mean he's really deep and he's (laughs) fucking intense but he's really good great bass player and um they uh they put on a pretty good show i mean i was always i was never had a problem seeing them because I'm like, oh they're not bad in concert kind of thing you know but yeah they they do a cover thing in the middle okay all right well that's our 15 ultimate greatest hits of the foo fighters that's going to bring us to our big four tonight, which is Foo Fighter songs. And for me, this is, I don't want to say difficult, but I kind of had to pick songs that I really 
didn't have a deep connection with. Um, but that's okay. I still, I mean, most of these songs are all pretty good. So anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and go first so that, well, no, did you go first last time? I don't remember. I think it don't matter. But you can go first. I'll go first. All right. So for me, my big four Foo Fighter songs are number four, These Days from Wasting Light. Number three, All My Life from One by One. Number two, The Pretender from Echo, Silence, Patience, and Grace. And of course, number one has to be Everlong, but the Everlong I'm choosing is the acoustic version from greatest hits. Okay. That's a pretty cool version. I like that. You know, it just really strips it down to nothing. I like that. I love acoustic songs. They have a few good acoustic versions of different songs. Um, so yeah, uh, th- that's a good selection. Um, we don't have a lot of c- crossover. Um, but we do have a, a, a one at least, I believe. Um, Okay, so my number four is, I like I said, I had an instant co- connection to this one, um, under you from, but here we are. It really, it, it really grew on me fast. So it's it's one of those that I'm really enjoying right now. And yeah, it, in some way in the future it might not be, but like right now, I would say I'd put it up there in their top songs. Uh, my number three is The Pretender. I think you had that at number two. Yes, you're right. Okay. And then my number two is All My Life from One by One. That's a great opener. That's, again, why we picked it as number one. And uh, my number one is a song that means a lot to me is Times Like These. And I think anybody who's been through tough times and made their way through it, uh, that's a that's a, you know, Maybe it's surface level, maybe it's cheesy, but uh, I think it's it's one of the songs that you can feel the emotion behind, and it it really to me stands out. Surprised you didn't pick Everlong. I like Everlong. It's just I think I've been hearing it for such a long time. It it I've kind of grown out of it. Understandable, and and quite honestly, if I had to pick an honorable mention song, it would be no son of mine. Cause like I, I, I instantly connected with that song, but I still want that, you know, I've added it to my playlist. So I, I want to grow with that song a little bit, but, um, so yeah, that would have been like my number five, but okay. But cool. I like your list. Um, you can't go wrong with it. I agree with the, the under you part. I mean, I, I, I haven't gotten there yet with that song as far as, you know, really listening to it a lot. But I didn't. I did know it was a good song, so that's why I put it on my list. So yeah, I like. I like your list. Very good. All right. All right. Well, that's our big four Foo Fighter songs, and that brings an end to this episode of Debating Metal. To interact with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com. If you listen to us on YouTube, be sure to leave us a comment and ring that bell to be notified when we post a new episode. And remember to tune in next week when we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe and always turn it up to 11. See ya.